Hello, and welcome to the second episode of Strength in Sobriety. Today marks 2,787 days of sobriety, one day at a time for me. And I hope that you find something in this podcast that helps you in your journey with sobriety as well. My name is Hunter Holtzapel, and I am sober, and I have found strength in my sobriety on many levels. Uh, I want to start this episode by saying, again, strength and sobriety has many meanings, uh, as mentioned in the first episode. Um, and today's podcast is about the topic of strength in the physical sense, uh, and more broadly, health and fitness, and why that is so important um, for you know overall health, uh, but also in sobriety as well. Uh, I know everyone has a different journey, um, both in life and in sobriety. Um, and if that path, uh, or if sobriety is something that, that you find yourself interested in, um, or, or, uh, necessary, um, I, I would encourage you to look at the, um, health and fitness side of it as well. Uh, and that includes strength, um, strength training, uh, and then just overall strength. Uh, I will say my, my sobriety journey was definitely bolstered through fitness. Uh, activity was a big part of life, um, growing up for me. Um, and when I had purpose in sport and purpose in, in activity, I, I, I really fell in love with that in high school. For instance, I was on the wrestling team, um, and the lacrosse team in high school. I made a lot of memories through that. Um, and having, you know, fitness as a purpose, um, for instance, you know, having to be active and fit, uh, for wrestling really, I dove right in and, and had a ton of purpose in that. Um, and it kept me out of trouble for the most part. Uh, you know, I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to smoke. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that in high school because I was a wrestler or because I was a lacrosse player. Um, but once I went to college and lost that purpose, um, and, and I'm not going to say that I was a crazy good athlete, um, or anything like that, but activity was still wrapped up in kind of like my, you know, identity in a way or sport was, was wrapped up in my identity in a way. Um, but once I lost that purpose, um, you know, I, I could go eat whatever. Um, and I drank a lot in college and it didn't really, um, have a reason not to, I mean, that sounds bad, but, uh, it's, you know, the truth didn't really matter for me. I could do, you know, what I want and when I wanted to, uh, because I didn't have, you know, sport to, to tie me down. Um, so contrast that to when I did get sober, um, a couple years ago, um, a little more than a couple. Uh, but when I did get sober, I found a thing called CrossFit. And, you know, at the time when I first found it out, uh, or saw it on YouTube, I saw these people doing these crazy things, kipping pull-ups, lifting tires, you know, all the, the, um, Stereo stereotypes of CrossFit. Um, but just, it just seems so amazing to be able to do this with, you know, your body, these physical feats of strength that just conventionally were, you know, impossible. Uh, and when I found CrossFit at the time I, I was smoking, I was drinking. Um, and, and I realized if I want to do this thing, I have to quit smoking cigarettes cause that's not going to help. Um, and that was the first thing I quit. And then um, I didn't quit drinking because of CrossFit, but it certainly helped me. Uh, it was an excuse to, you know, cut the junk out, alcohol, cigarettes, junk food. And I'm not saying junk food is something that you have to avoid completely. But for me, the other two I did, cigarettes, tobacco, all forms of tobacco um, and alcohol uh, were, were necessary to avoid. Uh, junk food, I think, is a positive thing to or it's a you know, avoiding it can be positive, but, but maybe not avoiding it entirely. 
Um, and then CrossFit at the time gave me something to look forward to each day. And again, it gave me purpose to, to not drink or one of many purposes. I'm not going to say it's the only one because today I don't do CrossFit, but I still remain sober. And I had to find, you know, additional reasons. But early on in my sobriety, it was an easy thing to help me not drink. And I'm not saying CrossFit is for everyone. It's probably not for most people. Um, but having that purpose, you know, I don't want to feel bad in the gym today. I am going to go for a walk. I think that purpose that, you know, changing your identity as a healthy person, um, gives you a easy way or, you know, it gives you one, um, arrow in your quill, uh, to, to not drink. And, and for me, that certainly uh, was the case. So when I got sober, uh, I went all in at the same time I was trying to lose weight. I had gained a significant amount of weight over the uh, course of college and beyond. Um, so I went on this journey to change myself, uh, both physically, mentally, uh, and spiritually as well. So I, I lost a ton of weight. Um, and in that I got stronger. I found new purpose in life. Um, and like I said, that wasn't the sole way to sobriety. It isn't the sole way to sobriety. Um, and I advise anyone who's interested in sobriety or looking to get sober, definitely look for a counselor or look to AA or look to other people who've done it, ask questions, dive in. Um, it's not a one, you know, not one magical bullet will, will save you. Not one magical bullet will, will help you get sober, but, uh, having different, you know, avenues, different things to help you definitely helps in the long run. And again, for me, it was AA, it was counselor, it was family support. Um, and, and then of course, uh, uh, strength and health and fitness. And I, I truly believe that CrossFit helped save my life. Um, and again, I no longer do CrossFit, but, um, health and fitness, uh, definitely fitness and exercise has become integral to my life. Um, typically on a daily basis, um, at times probably obsessive, uh, which seems to fit with the personality, but um, it, again, is not the, the, you know, magic bullet, the one size fits all. I, I think it's, it's super helpful and it's something that everyone should be doing regardless of their sobriety. Um, but it's not, it's not the only, only thing. Uh, however, I would encourage anyone who's looking to get sober to explore health and fitness. Um, and yeah, I mean, it could, it could be anything. It could be walking. It could be walking with a vest, also known as rucking. It could be bodybuilding. It could be powerlifting. It could be CrossFit. It could be Peloton. And guess what I've done or have, or I'm doing all of those uh, at some point in my life. Uh, I still find the CrossFit methodology, um, very, good. Um, I think doing it every day can be, um, problematic for some people. Again, for someone who's obsessive like myself, um, it can create maybe some, some bad behaviors. Um, not necessarily bad in a nefarious way, but just like not the most healthy, um, powerlifting, same thing, uh, again, became obsessive with that. Um, but I still, uh, you know, believe strongly in, in you know, getting strength and, and strength in the literal sense, like building muscle. I think it's so good for your health. Um, so good for your everything about, uh, your life. So, um, you know, I think powerlifting methodologies and, and training is, is super important, um, or just lifting in general, uh, same goes with bodybuilding. Um, but do I need to, 
powerlift every day uh, at the at the sacrifice of spending time with my family um, or, or work or whatever, and probably not. Um, my current obsession is the Peloton. Uh, the I really enjoy the classes, um, and it's it's just a fun way to work out, um, and that goes up and down as well. So again, it, there's not one size fits all, and maybe what you find today isn't going to be what you're doing in five years. Maybe it is, um, but I think anyone can find something. Uh, again, even if it's just walking, starting somewhere. Um, again, my journey was CrossFit and then I went to powerlifting and then just general working out, um, with some elements of CrossFit programming for myself, which basically just means writing my own workouts, um, following other people. And then at the base of that, you know, if you look at a pyramid, for instance, the base level is walking. So every day I'm walking, uh, and honestly, I've say it a lot, but that changed my life. Um, just getting out there, listening to an audio book. Just going for a walk, being out in nature, getting outside, uh, walking is tremendous. And I would suggest, again, anyone, not just someone who's looking to get sober, to add walking into their daily routine. Uh, so, yeah, you can start anywhere, whether you uh, habitually get, you know, a thousand steps a day. Try to get 5,000. If you get 5,000 steps a day, try to get 7,500. And ultimately, I think, you know, my goal is 10,000 plus a day. Um, and I think most people can, you know, fairly easily incorporate that into their, their daily um, routine. Again, it's a good way to just be outside. It's a good way to get um, audiobooks in. Uh, if you're on a phone call for work and you don't necessarily need to be tied to your computer, go take it outside. Uh, it's amazing how many steps you can get in a 45 to 60 minute call, just kind of walking around pacing in circles. Um, in fact, I think I looked and I had like 5,000 steps just walking around in a big circle last week um, when I was talking to someone at work. So uh, it definitely, uh, I think it's, it's a underrated, you know, underrated fitness activity, um, walking, but again, just start anywhere. Um, if you've never worked out before, just try to get 15, 20 minutes of activity and it'll build. It's kind of like compounding interest, um, which, uh, not sure if that's a topic everyone knows about, but basically little things add up and eventually, uh, you look back and you're, you've accumulated a lot of, um, significant changes. So the key there, just start, get moving, get active, replace the idle time that you used to spend drinking with active time in nature, with walking, you know, be locomotive, move, get in your activity. Uh, my advice to anyone out there is just get started, start small, don't give up, make working out a habit, uh, make it part of your daily activity, make it part of your daily routine. Uh, be forgiving if something comes up. Look, my goal is to get 10,000 steps every day, um, but sometimes I can't birth of my daughter. I chose to be in the hospital with my wife. I think I got pretty close to 10,000 uh, each day, but I don't think I did uh, reach it every day. And that was okay. Uh, last week or a little more than that, I was very sick. Um, I had the stomach virus and the day that it really hit me, I did not get 10,000 steps and I did not work out for like a week and that's okay. Um, but I try to get right back onto the steps the next day and I try to get back to working out when I could. Um, 
get working out at the way, get working out, out of the way. If it's something that you don't find yourself doing. Um, I think that's a superpower, uh, for lack of a better term, but just getting your workout done. If it's something that you find, you know, towards the end of the day, you just have a million excuses not to do get up in the morning and do something. If you don't want to go lift heavy weights first thing in the morning, go for a walk walk on the treadmill, ride an exercise bike, put a weight vest on, put a backpack on, go for a walk, um, but get, get it out of the way. Uh, and then you don't have any excuses or, um, anything holding you back for the rest of the day. Uh, next thing is slowly add, you know, you don't want to just do the same thing forever. I mean, that's, that's better than nothing. Um, certainly can make a lot of improvements that way. Um, but typically, uh, when working out, it's good to slowly add, whether that means adding repetitions, if you're lifting weights, um, or adding weight when you're lifting weights or go for a little bit faster of a walk, go for a little bit further of a walk. Um, you know, yesterday you worked out for 15 minutes, maybe today you worked out for 20, um, probably not that fast of a jump. Um, but like, you know, all the month of October, I did 20 minute workouts. Um, I'm going to try to increase it to 30, uh, November and December, something like that, where you're just getting a little bit better each day. Obviously that's going to plateau out. No one, I mean, you can always get a little bit better, but it's not going to be quite as significant the more you work out. So just slowly add. Um, and, and with that to going along with the getting better each day thing, look back and reflect and see how far you've come. Um, when I look back at pictures of myself from, you know, seven plus years ago, it's like, wow, I was very out of shape. Um, not just physically. I mean, I could, I could see physically I, I did not look healthy. Um, but you can also just see it in like the, the, the pictures, you know, the smiles, the, the kind of, um, you know, just like the, the, the pain, the hurt, the whatever. I mean, I'm not saying I was like hurting and, and emotionally, um, distraught, but you can see that there, you know, the, the happiness is a different level of happiness now, um, in pictures. Uh, I can see, you know, clearly I gained a lot of weight. Um, and that's the most obvious one. Um, and then I look at kind of like the biological markers, like from blood tests and then compare them to now. And it's just a night and day difference. Um, and, and really it, you know, if I look at all the reasons why, um, there's a lot of reasons why, but it all kind of came back to, to drinking, um, and drinking was a, um, uh, you know, the, the thing that it manifested in. So there's, you know, a lot of issues that I think people have. And, and again, I think part of this podcast and part of, um, my journey in sobriety is figuring out what those are. Uh, but, um, I think, or I would say for sure, uh, uh, alcohol is how it manifested. So again, that was a little bit off tangent. Um, but, but my advice again is get started, start small, don't give up, make working out a habit, make it part of your routine, uh, be forgiving to yourself. Um, but don't make that a habit, uh, get it out of the way. If you need to slowly add and then look back and reflect. Um, and I truly think those three things will help or those, uh, sorry, eight things will help you in your, in your fitness journey, uh, because strength, 
the literal sense of strength is never a weakness. It's never going to, you know, harm you. Well, I shouldn't say never. I mean, um, you could probably get hurt lifting weights. You could probably take it to the extreme. Um, some people do, and it is to their detriment, but, uh, and it is to their detriment, but for the most part, 99% of the population and 99% of the people listening to this, um, strength will never be a weakness. Uh, it will always help you. Uh, and it will help you in, in many aspects of your life. Um, everyone has a different journey. So don't compare yourself to someone else. Don't compare yourself to, uh, if you've never worked out before, never in your life, don't compare yourself to a high school athlete who's had a few years off and just getting back into it or a college athlete or a professional athlete. Um, there's no sense in comparing yourself to anyone but yourself. Uh, they, the, the day or the week or the month prior, um, just get a little bit better each day. Um, do, do the work put it in. There's no bad exercise. There's no bad fitness necessarily. Um, and, and ask for help. That's another big one I think is, um, you know, I think when, when we're just starting out, working out, uh, just starting out in sobriety, we're broken people. Um, not necessarily if you're just starting working out, but if you're just starting out in sobriety, you're, you're broken. You don't, don't have an identity. You're trying to find your identity. Um, and it, it can be scary to then go to a gym where people, you know, seem to know what they're doing and lifting weights. And, um, so ask for help, find a coach. If you can't afford a coach, reach out to myself. I'd be more than happy to help. Um, if you, uh, don't really want to coach, go on YouTube. There's so many videos on how to work out so many different training programs, um, Google, Reddit, all these areas. So, um, start small, get started. Strength is never a weakness. And, uh, I would, I would say that you, you definitely will have strength in your sobriety and the strength portion of that is, is just so huge again. So, uh, at this point I'm probably rambling. I just want to say thank you for listening to another episode of strength and sobriety. Um, take it one day at a time. Uh, I get better every day and you too can, uh, you can do it. You can do it. I believe in you. And thank you for listening to another episode of strength in sobriety.